Laugh Factory Network. Welcome to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar, as always, and this week we have Jeannie Dugan returning as our voice of reason and co-host. Also this week, we have from Social Change lawyer and awesome guy, Todd Belcour. You guys will love this episode, and uh, it's unbelievable this guy is single, but uh, we'll find out how. And uh, also, I uh, want to give a shout-out to our sponsor, Ken Beltran from Diaprail Properties. If you're looking for anything real estate-related here in Chicago or otherwise, he is the guy. He's awesome. Please, please contact him. His number, you can call him or text him at 773-844-6888. That's 773-844-6888. Or shoot him an email at ken at diaprile properties. That's ken, K-E-N, at d-a-p-r-i-l-e properties.com. Thank you so much. Check him out and also enjoy this episode of Singles Only. Another edition of Singles Only. My name is Paul Farver, and today uh, we have our voice of reason back after a long, long stint away. Uh, hey, hey. Jeannie Dugan. Thanks for having me back, Paul. It's yeah. so good to see you again. Again, it wasn't my choice, but there's a, apparently a following of people that are big fans of you. Well, that's fantastic news, and I'm very busy. You um, are. So it's hard for me <laughs> to get down here. I understand. It takes you about two hours to get from the south yeah, side. You drive about 20 miles an hour. Yeah, I curse you the whole way. Yes. I curse you the whole way. God forbid. But I, am, I love doing this. I love meeting your guests. I've, I've really, I made friends with some of your past guests that yeah. are fantastic. Some have helped you out. Yep. And I have to talk to you, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, you don't really talk to me. You talk at, at me you. and throw me under the bus. That's true. I do. Usually people after one podcast with you are like, so is that true what Jeannie said about that <laughs> incident? I'm like... No, Jeannie used to drink a lot. So. <laughs> that is also true. It's true. And now you've been sober for yeah. how many? What well, it's we almost a year. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. That and you've been crazy. married for a year. Yeah. This is this is just a whole new this 2017. This is the year of Jeannie. Yeah. This is the year of I can't of Jeannie. wait till the year starts. <laughs> um, but also, more importantly, yes. you guys, we have an amazing guest, a friend of mine uh, from the Chicago Social Change, Todd Belcourt. Hello, that's right. Did social I say change. Right? Social, just social Chicago change. Social Change is our website. It's a website. Todd, you have a very nice voice. A very nice voice. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Jeannie. I'm glad it's your year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. Actually, yeah. he's going to make us sound like dicks. You have a good radio voice. I have a terrible Southside accent. Now i got to be put up against you. No, no, I'm just here for the ride. All right. Actually, when you we were talking before, you said they Illinois. Just, yeah, they corrected the way. I, I didn't say Illinois. Which no, everybody knows. <laughs> I said Illinois. Illinois. Like you Ill. started it with an E, though. Yeah. Go fuck yourself, both of you. <laughs> Todd, I take it back. You have a terrible speaking what? voice. Illinois. Do what you say that? milk? I do say milk. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. And, and I you're say a teacher? Ta, I say ta instead of two, and that's the worst one. Uh, what do you mean? Say, like, do you we say went to the store. Oh. And I, that's the one that gets me, and I'm like, oh, you sound like an idiot. Oh, and you teach? I'm working on it. I'm, it's like oh, Pygmalion. As long as people understand, it's fine. Yeah, I'm working on it. I didn't understand it. when she said Illinois. <laughs> I don't even think it's a south side thing. I think I have a like undiagnosed speech, speech impediment. impediment. Yeah. Let's move on to our guests. <laughs> <laughs> it's a south side thing. I'm on south side. Okay, all right. Yeah, he says Illinois properly, and oh he's got a great God. voice. Huh. 
Maybe I wasn't is. trying to discredit her. I was trying to <laughs> yeah. give her a cover here. Thank you. <laughs> well, I like when there's a guest that team up against oh, her God. instead of me. Um, Todd, so you, you are single. I'm single. Yeah, how is that possible? You're like a good-looking guy. You're a lawyer. Great You're voice. doing all these great things. You have a great voice. My schedule's crazy, and it's yeah. kind of crazy to be out here and being single in this internet era. In yeah. Oh, yeah. Why? Because there's a, a lot of stuff. Asia know what it was like with single before the internet era, right. so it's definitely very different. How do you, like, so have you been in serious relationships in the, in the past? I have, Paul. Have you been you. married? <laughs> Thank Mar- you, Paul. I have been in relationships hey, before. Hey, some of us haven't. You look like uh, you might be divorced. Have, have you? Or well, no? I, I, I don't know if that's a compliment or like a severe diss, but either way, the answer is no, I've never been married or divorced. Oh, okay. Well, because so you're, you're, you're not super no, young, you but you're not old. I'd love to hear you explain that. Yeah, what are you trying to well, say? Well, you don't look like you've ever been divorced because you don't look like, you, don't look like you have your life together at all. Uh, Todd looks like you have a career. Like you're a very good-looking guy. You have a great voice. Oh, now I'm, I'm back on a good side, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm wondering how you've not like. Because he's wearing a tie. Yeah, <laughs> I wear ties too. No, I just you took don't. it off. Yes, I was in court. What are you talking about? Paul, this isn't about you. <laughs> Todd, that was that was not a, um, a insult. Like I, you, you're not. How 20, are you single? So yeah, I, I was thinking you might have been married, oh, and that's okay. why you're single now. All right, fair enough. No. So uh, you weren't. No, I've, I've never been married. No okay. children. And no children. Just to get <laughs> to the, the heart children. of all this stuff. So I know what, where it's going. what was the last, uh, how long ago was your uh, last serious relationship? Not that long ago. I mean, I've, I've been in serious relationships before. And um, generally my schedule and my ability to carve time out as far as a significant issue. And I try to juggle the best I can, but it, my job does require that I travel frequently. And that necessarily means I can't be right next to people as often yeah. as I'd like. And that's the same, and you know what's funny, that happens a lot with guests that we have who are comedians, because they have weird schedules, they work at nights, and you travel a lot for, for social change, and uh, I, I, I can imagine it's hard to like lock down. Have you, have you had relationships where people are, your schedule, you were in a relationship, and then the schedule was like, she just was like, that's a it. deal breaker? I, yeah. Yeah, uh, especially when we came to the point where it's, even if I invite the young lady to travel with me, and when she has time away, she just doesn't feel up for it. So, yeah. Uh, Given my schedule, I need people to be a little more understanding, but also a little more spontaneous and a little yeah. more prepared to do things they may not normally do. So that's that's a lot to ask. Can you can you call people when oh, I have yeah. to explain this to them? Like you said it so eloquently and in such a good voice that like <laughs> I feel like I can get away. Okay, with it. let's stop comparing apples and oranges here because oh you're talking about a com- being on a comedian schedule. I'm a lawyer too. I you travel practice. for a lawyer? I travel for a lawyer. You do travel for a lawyer. That have, sounds like a good sign law, we'll for travel. a I just feel like, Travel for but lawyer. I, uh, travel for lawyer. I guess if you're expecting a woman to go away with you, you're on a business I'm trip. I'm not expecting, but to you're the extent that there's to. concern that I'm sure. not spending enough time with them in yeah. person. You offer hey, it up. I've got a conference I'm speaking at. I would love for you to come. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't. So I'm like, oh, all right. Well, that's Is a lot of your time going to be spent doing work or like time where you would actually get to spend with them on it? Well, generally, when you have a speaking engagement, there's only like a two-hour period where you're maybe yeah. prepping and actually speaking, and then you know you have a few days or if you choose. Yeah, yeah you it's like so it who goes be... to everything at a conference, right? right. So you can so go to a few be. things and still make time and make them feel it's, important. It yeah. sounds like a lot being on the road for a comedian. You have a lot of downtime. I agree, Paul. Yeah, but a you're a comedian. I'm not talking about me. I'm saying in general, Jeannie. Why does there's everything a, have to there's be? There's a whole other a issues going on if you're a comedian. <laughs> that's true. On the road. That's that's call, we call this reactive devaluation. <laughs> if I say something, yay, when you say the same thing, how dare you, Paul? That's what we call yeah. it in a mediation Oh, I hate this guy. I hate yeah. both of them. That's when kidding. you get outside of Illinois. I just know, I think, Todd, what I'm saying is I just know more of 
what happens when a comedian is on the road and what might brought up there in the first place. You work for something called social change. That's right. That's that's it's, just sounds good, okay? <laughs> Comedians are not doing social justice out there. Some of them are. Not yeah, me, but they're working uh, on their art. Their art, yeah. All right, go well, Art is critical, this. right? I yeah, mean, definitely. There's a sign downstairs that says, you know, comedians are responsible for people smiling through multiple holidays, and that's critical. That is critical. God, he could I'm make talking anything to fucking sound Bob good. Hope yeah. over here. <laughs> he sounds, he could say anything that you say, Jeannie, that's like shitty and mean, and he'll sound like eloquent and perfect. He should be your voice of reason. He should just, Todd, you should just come out and translate. I wish translate you could see her face right now. <laughs> She's starting to steam. <laughs> this is what she wants to do. Um, all right. So Todd, so given your schedule, um, how do you how do you meet people? Do you meet them at bars? What do you do? Well, generally, the people I interact with are uh, white males in their sixties. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so you don't go out. So with that. that's not as sexy as it sounds. Uh, but um, you do have the unfortunate privilege of being introduced to a lot of their daughters, which is unfortunate insofar as <laughs> that's a lot of pressure. Then, right? Because then yeah. you're like, you know, well, we have a relationship as a colleague, uh, even though I'm younger, certainly. Um, but I don't want to then have the pressure to marry someone's daughter. Or if things don't work out, then it impacts our relationship long term. So Has that happened to you where you dated someone, a colleague's daughter, that didn't work out? No, I've, I've been good at staying away from that. And, okay. Um, I think for clear reasons, right? I mean, and, and not to mention that I am also of color. So, you know, you've seen the movie Get Out. I don't have time for any of that. <laughs> I don't have time for any of that. But no, um, I, I am mixed. So I'm black and Italian. So I've. I love all folks, but I just try to make sure I focus on work. And if something comes to me that's that you know we work by with each other and complement each other and help each other grow and you know multiply each other's impact, and great. Do these old white guys try to set you up with their daughters all the time? Like, is that does that cause some type of a little bit like what she's not good enough for you? Like, because you don't want to date her, kind of thing, or are you just like I don't have the time right now? Well, no, you, you generally you just have to really belabor how unavailable you are. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, and because you don't want, you know, it's like, you know, your daughter's really precious. I don't want to be in a position where I'm not available like she would sure. be. Okay. And uh, it's it's like kind of, the, it's not me, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. a thing yeah. with, a, with a grown But sometimes man. they're attractive and down. you are interested, but you just, for business you senses, you're like, yeah. I'm not going to go. You know, I can't even see through the lens of, I don't want to interfere with what's going on right wow, now. Wow, that's pretty, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> Thanks. I don't have that kind of discipline. Do, do you think there's ever a girl that could turn your head to be like, you might you know, throw that rule out the window? Like, do you think, would that be a possibility? Like I'm sure Graham it's a possibility, but it's, it's much more likely that it's not the case. <laughs> and there's a very thin margin for error when you do the sort of work I do, and so, I don't want to yeah. spoil it because I'm you don't you know, chasing a woman around. Burn bridges type of thing? Or that's right. With so what, so what, where do you, so you work with these six-year-old white males. What, so where do you meet <laughs> girls then? I know you, you date, you have to date. Well, you know, I spend a lot of time with my family. So when we were out and about, sometimes folks will approach. Um, but um, I also, I'm engaged in community activism and church and the like. And, and I meet good people through those networks. But for the most part, I'm just happy, you know. And if, um, if I'm happy, I'm not looking for anything. So if things come, great. But at the end of the day, it's a beautiful day outside. I get to spend time with you beautiful folks, and who can ask for better than that? He looked at me first, just for that. Yeah, thing. so you're not probably, <laughs> and I don't I don't know a whole lot about what you do, but I like the sound of it. So it sounds like, too, you you might not be connecting with somebody that you're meeting at a, you know, a 4 a.m. bar in, like, Logan Square. Like, that might not be your caliber of what you're, Paul, you can go there, that's fine. Like, you're, we're, you're talking about social activism and social justice, and, you know, you're working for change and things. You might not just be able to, I don't know, connect with anybody. 
Like, do, I guess some you do want somebody that has similar priorities to you. Yeah, when you're a lawyer, a uh, law school lecturer, and you know, advocate for economic equity, police accountability, and you yeah, know, justice reform. A lot of people are like, I'm not interested in any of that right. stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's how they should. You know, and that's that's fair. You want people to do things and spend time in areas that that are interesting to mm -hmm. them and. Um, generally, you want someone to be at least enough interested in your work to, you know, help you improve on what you're doing. Yeah. Give you ideas or li listen like to that. you. Because we talked to a lot of comedians who don't want to date anybody in the the realm of comedy, comedy. Or even like a super fan because they can sometimes, it could be like, I don't know, too much. You kind of need so? to... Well, because if somebody is a comedy fan, chances are they're looking to like... You know, the fame know, associated, associated with, with comedy. Oh. You know, or they don't, they don't really get maybe the... I don't know, the work that goes into it or sometimes the other things. You know what I'm talking about. Some There's there's other things that go into wanting to be on stage and write, you know? There's other things. I'm hearing that. Right. Okay. So then you're you're meeting somebody that, have you ever dated somebody that was in your line of work that you guys were working together in on social it? change, change. And, and lawyers or... Sure. Uh, I think, you know, when you're, when you're doing lobbying work, it's it's generally a small community of people who mm -hmm. you engage in. Yeah. And... Uh, there's a, within that community, there's even a small community of people who are under 40, right? Okay. So uh, I've been in a position where I've, I've dated folks uh, in that informal context. But, you know, then that's you don't want to date folks who, who are work where you work. So it's yeah. me either, too, because then that can work. be an issue. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've tried that, and it hasn't been the most effective Yeah. in terms of, you know, being something that's beneficial for everybody and making sure we're growing and happy all the time, so or as much as possible, so not all the time. How about dating lawyers? Have you you have dated lawyers? Because I do date lawyers, uh, and, and generally I prefer to date lawyers. Really? Yeah. See, I I I don't. I uh, I had some. I I don't. I think it's uh, very confrontational. I feel like uh -huh. there's a lot of argument arguments around. I think that's it's just like you, dating Paul. genie. That's just you. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, the reason why is just because you know. I think it's difficult when someone is in a completely different profession, and you're like, man, I had a hard. They don't understand. Hard yeah. A day. And they're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, me too. Like, there's a long line at, at Starbucks. And you're, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're completely comfortable. You know, completely when I'm trying to make sure someone has the opportunity to work and not be kicked out of their home or make sure yeah. people aren't being thrown in jail and forced or to remain in there because they can't pay. Ice. Well, what about like a corporate lawyer, somebody that's working for a big corporation and protecting their interest? Would you have a problem with that? Like, Well, no, I do. I think at the end of the day, when you're talking about things that are completely out of touch with reality, no matter what sort of occupation they have, uh, that gives me pause, right? So that can be a corporate lawyer, certainly. Someone yeah. is saying, well, man, I spent a lot of time defending uh, United today uh, in response <laughs> to their beating up an old man on the plane, and that's stressful. Like, yeah, I can see that, but at the end of the day, uh, the fact that you're in that position in the first place, where what you're your defending uh, a company for beating so up you a couldn't, person, you couldn't is something that doesn't United. make me give a lot of... You couldn't date a United corporate lawyer, even if she was attractive, smart, and had some uh, liberal values? I'm open to folks of all values, <laughs> all backgrounds, all occupations. Oh, let me, let me shit, start Dad there. is a lawyer. Let me start there. But I think at the end lie. of the day, it's important that we can have a conversation. We can all vibe and, and feel yeah. comfortable. Have you, have you dated uh, people that were on the opposite side of your political spectrum Absolutely. before? And uh, how did that work out? Well, you know, you're still single, so. <laughs> well, I think it's important to, for people to build on your gaps in knowledge and understanding. Sure. And um, generally, iron sharpens iron, so I want someone who's smart and, and focused about whatever their ideology may be, and then I can learn uh, and be in a better position to defend my positions. Wow. Even Trump supporters? 
Uh, <laughs> not quite yet. Well, not knowingly. Okay. Uh, but you never know. All right. You know. Fair. So, so what? Uh, what are some? Have you had some bad? Have you dated online or done any of those sites at all or anything like that? Not the online stuff. I just I can't bring myself to do it. You're okay. not on Tinder or Bumble or anything. <laughs> not, no, I'm not on either. Um, so where? So the dates you would need my a cousin lot of, speaks very highly. Yeah, of. Yeah, you would. I like if your face was on there and you then you crush. had like the lawyer and shit. You would have women swiping all over. Well, swiping all over. Yeah. That sounds a little. I don't know. A little extra. I've never had she's to do it personally. Swiping right, I think. Is it sounds like she's right. just made up a new app. Swiping yeah. the swiping all over. <laughs> swiping the opposite way they swipe for Paul is what I meant to say. <laughs> well, you know, you also don't want people to be drawn to you because of you're right. Your work. You're right. Um, so, what, well, what, yeah. uh, what, so have you gone on, ex- you're dating, you've obviously gone on dates. Have you had some that just went south? Like, where you're like, this is, this is why I need to just focus on my career <laughs> and not get involved with girls. Well, I think we've all had a bunch of those, right? Where um, you go on a date and it's just some sort of after the fact comedic and wonderful experience to, to <laughs> reflect on, but not to be at, in the actual at moment. At the time, it's horrible. Well, and um, certainly I've had experiences where people, will know who I am prior, and then they'll sit there and just kind of, like, not say anything, and then I'm always kind of trying to draw yeah. a conversation. And that can be a little rough, because it feels like you're interviewing somebody, right? Yeah. And then after the fact, they apologize, and, and then all of a sudden, they get drunk later in the day, and they're blowing your phone up. And, you know, that's that's a crazy sort of thing that you deal with. And then on the other end, you know, you go to the 4 a.m. bar and meet a genie a year ago, and she's great and fun <laughs> and amazing, and then the next well, she's day she doesn't she remember was. you. Yeah. She was like, who are you again? Why are you texting me? Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's all over the place, but it's, uh, well, we're in Chicago, so there's, there's plenty of opportunities. You've out. gone, you go, I mean, you've you got this great job, too, but you like to have fun, too. Like, you go out and, and party and, and, and go to bars and drink, and uh, you've, you must have gone and met a girl at a bar and gone out later with her and something. You're like, oh, yeah, that was... A bad decision, or maybe I was my my mind was cloudy that night. I don't know. Does that happen? It's happened. I feel like to me. Paul and Todd went out together, and you're... no, no, I don't have. The, it I didn't don't have feel like he was re- reflecting on a particular <laughs> moment in time. No, but, uh, I we we never. We I haven't had the honor of uh, being Paul's sidecar. Oh, consider yourself lucky. <laughs> you know, he's he's the superhero. I'm the, the assistant. No. I, I, I well, know you guys, we've done the radio show before at WGN, and you guys have gone out afterwards, so I assume that you, you go out, you meet, I mean, you look like this. If I looked like you at 4 a.m., I would oh, probably have a few diseases by now, so <laughs> I have a different... Uh, you have them anyway, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, inaccurate for everyone else. <laughs> like, uh, just for the record. There's some things you Jimmy's have to clear out immediately. Right away, not true. For the record. My records are on my refrigerator. Straight A's. Um, <laughs> You keep some handy just in case. Yeah, I put them up on my refrigerator in my parents' house. So, um, so, so I mean, you've you've had to have some experiences where you're like, oh, like I know you said the other side where it's like they don't remember who you are, but like, how about where you like, you met someone when you're drunk, and then the next day you're like, oh yeah, that was, uh, that was not the person I remember. I'll say I'm an above average wingman. <laughs> <laughs> Very I'll, diplomatic. I'll, I'll say that. So you know, when my friend seems to really like somebody, I'll chop it up with whomever. Um, no matter what they look like or do. <laughs> okay. And just make sure that, um, you know, they're comfortable with their friend enjoying time with my friends. And um, sometimes that yields some funny stories and sometimes it doesn't. But at the end of the day, uh, I, I don't see my friends as often as I'd like. And um, I try to make sure I prioritize the group you're out with versus the objective of chasing somebody. So. What, what are some good wingman stories you've had where you've had to deal with the... And so, you're a goddamn angel if I could just say that. Are you kidding me? You are so nice. 
Well, <laughs> easy, G. <laughs> Relax. You're married. You're like, like so nice. I'm, I'm on a good side again. I'm going through every single single woman I know, like checking them off in my head, being like, okay, all right. Yeah. I got a few in my mind that you know. We got to set this guy up. I've I mean, how nice of you to be to like, I'm going to make sure that my friend, if he's into this girl, that he's going to have an opportunity and I'll just. I'll just talk Distract to anybody, to you know, her, I'll just... her friend that's a nightmare. That's a beast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's fun getting to know folks, right? I mean, I, I do community <laughs> work, and I, you know, I work with folks, whether it be in rural Missouri and, yeah. or in the inner city of Chicago. Well, what then if, there's the first so, difference of a comedian that we don't like anybody, and we don't like talking <laughs> to people. I do. No, you don't. I love everybody. Is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that I, I think that, that is she kind is of a jaded. true. No. So you, you kind of just don't mind getting to know people and talking to people. So you look no. at opportunities. You're at a bar. Might not be someone you're interested in. Your friend's having a good time. You're going to sit there and just figure out, what can I get to know about this person? Or from them, their story, just no obligations. That's just, right. I mean, having yeah. a good time is independent on how good the people around you look, right? I mean, That's absolutely Well, not the looks, but what if they just say some crazy shit? I've certainly experienced that. Um, I've seen a lot of people, you know, sing along and say the N-word who are not oh, yeah. of color. Oh, wow. Uh, I've seen a lot of people who completely go in and bloviate about people who are progressive or people who are from certain communities, not knowing that I hail from the very communities <laughs> they're, they're yeah. talking about. But, you know, I try to use that as an opportunity to explain to people why their ignorance isn't helpful. And, yeah. Uh, you're not confrontational because you, you probably step above that. You don't excuse yourself from it. You'll engage in a conversation with them about that. Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm not batting a perfect game here. You know, I've, <laughs> I've, I've been in some scuffles with some men about some okay. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, especially when they're insulting a woman who's near us or in our okay. um, I've, you know, checkered history with that stuff. But uh, that's because I was raised by my single mom. Okay. Three sisters, you know, so I'm a little more protective. Yeah. Of even stranger women than uh, most. But that's, I consider that a little different. Okay. He's a good wingman. We're going to yeah. go out right after this. <laughs> <laughs> Like I had, I have no top, like if someone, I, I remember I had to wing in for a friend of mine and she found out I was a comedian and she was saying how much she loved Jay Leno. And I was like, I can't, I can't even talk to you anymore. Like, <laughs> You're you equating like him Leno? dealing with like racist right. in bars to somebody that likes Jay Leno. Jay Leno no, is let's, let's basically the worst right? person in the world. Oh what? What's bad about Jay Leno? Oh, I mean, God, he's not the start. most what? hilarious, but walk me through I just, it. I, I, you know, I'm a big Conan fan and, and Letterman fan. Why so is he, he the worst the person? Devil. He's not an improviser. Why is he the worst person in the world? <laughs> wow, just we attack. hate people that do improv. I don't. Oh, I love improvisers. We should lock them all up. Wow. She's, are they, are they it's a terrible art form. I it's hate it. It's not, Jeannie. You're, you're, what are you talking about? <laughs> Everywhere no, I've speak got your it. mind, Jeannie. No, don't be held Gavity, back. you got to start drinking again. I've I don't never, know what's going on here. I've never played the game with gatekeepers or any of that bullshit. Every, every show that I've gotten is not from not speaking my mind. Oh, I, yeah. You just called Jay Leno the worst person in the world. I don't think he's going to give me any jobs anytime <laughs> soon. Well, either is it. But I love Conan O'Brien. Okay. No, I just, you <laughs> know, it's like. Just in case. Well, if I need to take tickets at I.O., I'll backtrack, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's certain things where people, I'm sure, if, or if someone starts talking about Donald Trump's immigration yeah. plan and how great it is, I'm going to be You're like, going to have a hard time. I'm going to have a hard time continuing the conversation. I mean, I won't be confrontational. I'll try to listen, but it's just, I've already tuned out. Well, yeah. generally, people who take those positions, they're just ill-informed. Yeah. So, um, like, when we... Do you we try under- to inform yeah. them, or do you just... Well, yeah, like, when we were on the radio the other day, when yeah. someone was saying, you know, um, this budget is bullshit, uh, there's there's no way we should be cutting uh, instead of yeah. increasing revenue, and, and then 
people ask, okay, what would you like to cut? And, you know, well, the reckless spending, sure. Like, walk us through what you're thinking about. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they don't recognize that there are significant cuts being made already, $3 billion in Illinois. And uh, generally, when people hang their hat on a position, it doesn't hold the weight of their hat if they really look into yeah. it. Yeah. And how does that work for dating, then? <laughs> <laughs> well, some, you know, you're right. Like, some people, they shut down. Uh, if you try to walk them through, no matter how calmly or how much you present information. Yeah, especially in this environment and today. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And I just wrote something on Facebook about, you know, um, how unfortunate it is that we expect our elected officials to be these shiny, perfect folks when they're dealing with death threats, they're not being paid, they're not being thanked, uh, and they're you know, not even allowed in the Capitol right now because there's a bomb threat. Yeah. Uh, in that backdrop, we expect this to be like the best shining representation of democracy. And I, I think that's unfortunate. And I think that carries over to our discourse, even amongst everyday people. Are you, uh, well, that's, that's all very. Yeah, I don't. I, <laughs> what yeah, are you I, about? You're, I don't, you're very generous track, with that, yeah. too. Because as somebody that was a public school teacher for 20 years, I mean, Death threats, years. bomb threats, 20, almost 20 years. 42 yeah. years. Shut, shut up. <laughs> I just feel like these are elected officials that also hold some power, and you expect them to, to do a job in sometimes the worst-case scenarios. Every year when I taught high school, I, I thought, is this year that somebody's going to come in with a gun? Yeah. You know, and, it's got to be scary. And yeah. it is. And I kind of – I just feel like these, these people, they hold power, and they're getting paid. Uh, I don't know. But I, I get what you're saying, though. It also takes a real level of being informed thoroughly on a subject that uh, would be hard to date just a, a, a regular kind of normal person that's they're worried about what's on Netflix sometimes or their yeah. job or what's going on in their life. And you're like super informed about a lot of shit. So like, that's like you're a, super that's a, you're informed super, about a like lot of shit. That's going to be my favorite quote. Yeah. About a lot of like, shit. That would be like super informed about a lot of shit. To maybe down. talk to somebody <laughs> about you know a Netflix special when you're like you're thinking about what's going on in the Capitol or what is that hard? Well, I think you've diagnosed both the problem and the solution, right? So the problem is people are disinterested and uninformed, yeah. but the only way to solve that is, is to, to overcome informed. that. Try yeah. to inspire people to become mm-hmm. interested and provide information. That compels them to act. So yeah, that's why we. That's have- a two-step process. It's not even being informed, but then acting on it and taking time for your life to, like you know, I don't guess motivate change. That's right. Yeah. And that's why we came up with the Social Change Film Festival. Because film, fashion, oh, fun. Okay. People are excited about that stuff generally. Then they'll come and learn about something they would have no nice. inkling about otherwise. You and trick then them into it. I like it. That's how Paul gets most of his dates. <laughs> hey, come upstairs. I have a cat. And then I'm like, oh, I don't have a cat. <laughs> Well, yeah, the idea being, you know, <laughs> let's have fun, and, but yeah. at the same time, you know, have our consciousness to be pricked about a critical global issue. And then when you see and feel the pain that someone else is enduring in real time, it, it makes yeah. you feel differently about the same thing. Yeah, some, you can't be empathetic if you're not informed, if you're not aware. You know, you really you can't care, be. You you're know, right. It's hard to get people to care. Yeah, I think people don't care most of the time because they're so focused on their own problems or their own, you know, right there. So I like that. I like yeah. what this guy is saying. Yeah. Oh. So how come you're not? That's, yeah. Like, how well, come I think you're I, single? <laughs> I think I just figured it out because bitches be watching Netflix, you know? Like, no, do, you want, do you want to get married and have kids, Todd? Is that the I do. I goal? do. Okay. Uh, in this world? Shit. In, in, even in this world yeah. where I'd be worried about the livelihood of my sons, you know, navigating yeah. the world. So I think, um, I think it's a, the most important way to have a legacy. I mean, it's important to change legislation, have that be, but then to, to mentor youth, which I already do, but also to have your own, I think it's important. 
So what, when are you when are you gonna how are you gonna marry this person and, and get kids? Well, buy a ring, you know. <laughs> <laughs> how are you gonna meet get her? That money together. You're I so mean, busy. at the end of the day, I've, you know, it, it's it's I expect it to be an organic process, and okay. uh, I'm I'm not rushing it. But at the same time, you know, I don't feel like my life is lacking anything. Um, I barely have enough time to do the things that I love doing. So if someone comes into my life where I feel like I love spending time with them the same way and they love, you know, being kind of sewn into the, the fabric of the things I'm working on, then I, I'd be excited and make the time. Yeah. But it hasn't happened When it yet. happens, it happens yeah. kind of thing, right? Well, I've tried before, yeah. you know. And, uh, you know, a, a young lady I was living with for a while, and, um, you know, we'd started having arguments about silly stuff like, you know, I promise I'd drive a colleague home, as, and a, a senior colleague, not like a young woman or something. Right. And, you know, I said, you know, I didn't ask her, run it by her, you know, and she would be upset about it, like really upset. For mm. real, like, well, but those are more like symptoms, right? Of something of like trust issues. Yeah. And yeah. Well, not trust. We're talking no? about like sixties and seventies. Like, really? Yeah. Like, oh, sure. Yeah, we're not talking about like a, a young woman. So I mean, oh, that's why you said senior. Right. Oh, okay. So that's right. why I'm, that's in my. I that, thought you that were gets like the genie's age. That you just didn't run something by her. That gets the values and like, why would I let a senior citizen yeah. get home without help? And yeah, you know, which is because she worried about getting home thirty minutes later. You know. Okay. That sort of disconnect is something that's important for me to have a vibe with people on. How long were you dating that, that woman? Three years. Three years. Uh, wow. I was certain I was going to marry her. And I, oh. that's just a small snapshot. There's certainly other examples. And I'm, but you live I'm with not, her. I'm not faultless by yeah. any stretch of imagination. There'd be times I'd be out with my friends and say I come home by two, come home by three, and that type of stuff. Well, and, that's uh, funny because she's actually the caller and she has <laughs> <right>. questions <laughs> for you. That's oh, well, what the show's all let's about. Let's talk about it. <laughs> no, no. She's well, actually in the other room. <laughs> she's got. She has a different version of that story. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> what if all of this was like? Uh, he's, you know, you got this yeah. great guy, and then I'll say like, "Oh no!" Actually. We just bring out like a Trump supporter. <laughs> like, here you go, change his mind. And then he's like, "That's what, that's not what he said at all." That's no. Yeah. I'm far from perfect. I mean, there are times where I'm, I'm impatient when people come late consistently. That bothers me. Yeah, like Paul. I was late today. I'm not having sex with Paul. Like. You know, but I think people should value each other's time. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. But three years is a long time to live with someone. Wow. Well, no, we didn't live together that long. Oh, okay. we, we lived together for about a year. Still a long and time. Dated probably, and we dated long distance for most of it. Oh, so that's not really three years then. I, I had a feeling you would say that. <laughs> well, I only say that's that. That's why I brought it up. This is, it, is the guy that, that like dated somebody for six months in high school. No, I, I had a two-year relationship, but uh, a lot of it was... Yeah away like we were distance but yeah. i've never had like one over a year in the same like within a five mile radius yeah yeah and I I mean, think, you get to know people anyone, much, yeah. much more swiftly and much more deeply when you're spending you know every hour with one someone yeah, yeah. that's gotta oh god that scares the shit <laughs> you like just start sweating i'm already sweating oh my god my, Poor Jeannie's husband. Yeah. No. Jeannie's he we're on different schedules. It works. That's right, it works. Easy. <laughs> we never see each other. He doesn't hear you say milk in Illinois. Oh, my God. He does. He, I can't say Swifter for the life of me. I'm like, Swifter? do we have any Swifters? What and he's say? like, there's no tea. There's no tea. A Swiffer, Swiffer, you know, to mop the floor. It's like Swift and Swifter? Yeah. Swiffer. So it's Swiffer, it's though, so apparently. And I say Swifter, and he says, we don't have any of those. He just won't give me what I'm asking for. Swiffer. <laughs> a Swiffer. Well, you, maybe you just, you're well, not communicating. Well, it sounds like something he takes joy in. You know, I, <laughs> a bit. I should just let him do it. Yeah. Swifter. It's no? a Swiffer. It's a Swiffer. Apparently, You can get them in to stores him. all around Illinois. Oh, my God. Dear God, Jamie. Um, all right, well, we're out of time. Uh, Todd, where can people find out more about yeah. your, your, you and your company? 
Chicago Social Change, all one word. That's our website, chicagosocialchange.org. Uh, Social Change is our, our name. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook. And love for folks to get engaged and come to our film festival in October in Chicago, L.A., and New York. Nice. And where the film festival, all that information will be on the website? All that will be on the website, absolutely, including descriptions of films we've had previously. We had to review over 10,000 hours of films last year to determine which came into our film festival. And, of course, there's no content control. So it could be anything from economic empowerment to, uh, you know, right to life, to gun rights, to uh, police brutality. So there's something that may pique everyone's interest. So certainly there's no excuse for Spider-Man someone not to check it out. Spider-Man 3 won't be there. Can, uh, can people submit to this now, too, or is this they just can. for people? They oh, can. Nice. As a matter of fact, thank Jeannie's you for mentioning that. Huh. If you've got a film relating to some injustice in the world, please submit it by August 15th. And uh, awesome. through without a box is uh, the or through our website. That's the best way. ChicagoSocialChange.org. These are real injustices, Jeannie. Not like oh, I didn't get my meter. Not like being bullied. <laughs> not like cyberbullying. Yeah. Wrong. These are real injustices, and that sounds like Go a great place to take a date. Maybe. maybe yeah. We'll have you guys uh, promote that pro- promote that event. We'll talk to you about a sponsorship later. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Todd, for coming. And what about you? Where's Thank your you What's your, your website? Your for your your. You know, uh, people say I should have Twitter. a personal website. I don't. I just have a Twitter. Um, Todd Belcore, all one word, and um, B as in boy, E L C O R E, and LinkedIn, of course. Okay, and Thanks. then if you, yeah, I feel like Jeannie's going to talk to you after the show about setting you up with some people, and <laughs> I apologize in advance. But uh, thank you, everyone, for, thank you, Todd, for coming in. Thanks, Jeannie. Thank you for the privilege. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Thanks, Katie, Thanks, for Todd. engineering. And uh, thank Thanks, you all Katie. for listening. Katie, I appreciate it. Subscribe, Katie, listen, Kate, tell people all about Singles Only. Good night. Oh, oh, oh.